HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Vivino. Discover and buy wines wherever you are. Visit vivino.com heritage to stock up. I'm HRN's Executive Director, Katie Mosman-Wadler, with a preview of the latest episode of Meet and 3, our weekly food news roundup. We're counting down the days to the 4th of July, so this week's theme is independence. After all, we're an independent food radio station. HRN is a labor of love. Staff, hosts, and listeners all share the belief that storytelling can change the world, one bite or sound bite at a time. We take a moment to ponder our founding mothers and fathers, specifically what they were drinking during the Revolutionary War. Rum in various combinations with beer and cider would be the order of the day. We highlight a story of self-sufficiency on the island of Vieques, Puerto Rico. The biggest thing we did was to start a lot of fermented vegetables because we knew the first thing to go would be refrigerator trucks coming to the island. And we examine the challenges facing independent grocery stores across the U.S. The struggle is real, but the future looks bright. Tune in to this week's episode of Meat in 3, available at heritageradionetwork.org and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Food Without Borders, a show about food, politics, and identity. I'm your host, Sari Kamen, and you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Today is a very special episode. In studio today with me is Phil Rosenthal. He's the director, or sorry, the creator, writer, and producer of Everybody Loves Raymond, little TV show you might have heard of. And he's also the host of the food and travel series, Somebody Feed Phil, which is now in its second season on Netflix. Welcome to the show, Phil Rosenthal. I love being here. This oh, is, I am so honored you're here. This is, first of all, it's the world's best radio studio because I'm looking out your window onto the dining room of Roberta's Pizza, and you even went one step further and brought the pizza into the studio, and I just had a piece, and I am very happy. Well, like I said, it was my goal to get you to say that I am your new favorite person, as you often say to people who come on your show, and I thought the best way to do that would be ply you with pizza. It worked. Yes. You're my new favorite person. Yes! Achievement unlocked. We can stop the <laughs> you show. You can go to the next level. We're done. 
So, <laughs> so I know you're here in New York because you're promoting the new sh- the new series, the new season. Somebody has to. Somebody has to feed Phil, and yes. somebody has to promote it. Yes, it's you know only my favorite show. Oh, thanks. so I'm so I'm Thank like you. kind of fangirling out today. So I love it. You're here. Um, so my first question is: you're you're a comedian. You're a TV writer. I wouldn't say I'm a comedian. Well, I think you're funny. So that counts. Does that make me a comedian? Yeah. Anyone funny is a comedian? You're, you're a funny person you're on like TV. A, the way they would say it in school, what are you, a comedian? What are you, a comedian or yeah. what? <laughs> um, so, so you're kind of a comedian and you're definitely a TV writer. Why do you have a food and travel show? Who doesn't want that? Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, no one in their right mind, I guess. Do you know this story about how we did this episode of Raymond uh, I don't years know. ago? Uh, so, so you never tell me anything, Phil. Well, now I'm telling you everything. <laughs> Now, because you know why. Because I'm your new favorite person. That's it. Yes. Just so keep saying it. I, uh, end of season one, I asked Raymond where he was going on his hiatus. And he says, oh, I go to the Jersey Shore. And I said, oh, that's nice. You ever been to Europe? And he said, no. And I said, why not? He goes, I'm not really interested in other cultures. Oh. Right. Yeah. And I go, Wow. We got to do that episode. We got to do the episode where we send you over with that attitude. Right. And we send you back with mine. Yeah. Right? Someone who's excited about food and travel and especially Italy. And so it took me years to convince him to do this episode, to get on a plane because he was afraid. Oh, that's probably where it was all rooted. No, it was also the cultures. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And the plane and everything. It was a total package. And we got the, you know, we need the budget to do that. And so we had to get that. And then we went. And the character arc that I wrote of this guy who goes, not wanting to go, goes there, gets woke. <laughs> As the kids say. Yes. <laughs> and what I saw happen to the character, I saw happen to the person. To Ray Romano it so happened. Meta. And so, yes. So then that's when the light bulb went off. I want to do this for other people. Because all we do, the reason you probably do this show is you want to turn people on to stuff you like. Sure. That's all we do. Yeah. Right? Hey, I like this. I want to share it with you. Mm -hmm. So that's all this show is. I like traveling. I like eating. If eating is going to be the way in to get you to travel and my stupid jokes, come on. Yeah. This is traveling makes the world better. Yes. So I'm trying to get you to travel. And I've been trying to do this since we did that episode in the year 2000. Mm -hmm. So what day is it? It's 2018, (laughs) right? I've been trying to do it. Yeah. So Raymond ended in 2005. So since then, trying to do this. Yes, trying to do other sitcoms and stuff too. But this was always in the back of my mind. Mm Mm-hmm. So you've been able to make a whole career now of doing the thing that you are most passionate about, I think. I've combined everything I know about how to make a show Mm -hmm. and combined it with everything I love in life. Family, friends, food, travel, laughs. Yeah. Lucky you. Damn right, lucky me. (laughs) In fact, you know what the name of my production company is? No. Lucky Bastards. Nice. It's Bastards with an S because my brother is the other half of my production company. Yeah, little, I've little seen him company. on your show. Yes, isn't he annoying? Yes, he's the worst. Thank you. I'm so glad you're the one in front of the camera. You're my new favorite person. Mm-hmm. I think I figured this this algorithm out. So I know this is like where were you of- when I was five? And he, my mother, brought this thing home from the hospital to replace me. <laughs> I have one of them too. Like what a the hell? Sibling. What's the deal with that? People? I know. I know. And I, I know my mom is listening. Happy. Urgh. Urgh. 
We'll complain. Now about. he's my best friend. I don't know how he did that. <laughs> he tricked you. He tricked me. <laughs> um, so you've been to so many amazing places. I have. And I bet they're, they're all your favorite places at this point. But what are, what are the, your most favorite places? Italy. That you're, okay. Italy wins. I'm sorry. Really? Else. That was, yes. you just didn't have to think about that. No, Italy wins. Yeah. And I recommend it to people who've never traveled. It's a good That's, starter country. Absolutely. Yeah. Everywhere you look is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Everybody food delicious. Everyone's Everybody hug- food delicious. Everybody <laughs> is hugging and kissing you. So what's not to like, right? It's, you fit right in. I love it. People are very nice there. And, so warm. Yeah. So wonderful. I also, you know, when we were, uh, when the kids were very little, our kids, Ben and Lily, when they weren't even three and six years old, we took them to Venice. I recommend this as the first place to go with your kids. It's the It's a Small World ride, except everybody waving at you is Italian. Yeah. And the kids will walk anywhere on land there. As long as it's to pizza and gelato, which in which Venice is it usually is. So, Venice made me crazy. Yeah. I felt like I was literally in a ride, like walking in a circle, and I couldn't get off that ride. Isn't it fun, though? Yeah, it's fun. You have to just avoid <laughs> the, the Piazza San Marco mm-hmm. and the Rialto Bridge at peak cruise ship docking times, yeah. right? Which is, you know, nine to five. But there's plenty of other Venice mm-hmm. to do. And then... If you go after five, when everybody goes back to their cruise ship, you have it to yourself. And then at night, it's gorgeous. Yes. There's no more beautiful place on earth. And I was very happy to watch your new episode of Venice, because now I know where to go when I go back, which I didn't know the first time, which is why I was in the ride. You know, it was built as a, a, it's been a tourist uh, destination for 700 years. Mm -hmm. So they have the tourism thing down. Yeah, they got that. But you have to know where the Venetians go, and you have to know where the great restaurants are, and there are plenty of them. Well, if everyone watched the show, and then you'll know. It's that simple. Um. So I, I can't help thinking about Anthony Bourdain when yes. I watch your show. And, you know, I'm, I imagine his work probably had a tremendous impact the on most. yours. Yeah. I mean, I was just wondering if you could speak to how he so was an influence So obviously it was a you. tragic and devastating and shocking uh, loss. Uh, I dedicate my whole series to him because he reinvented the genre. In fact, my series, you could say, is a take on the kind of show he pioneered. Yeah. In fact, I'll go this far. You know how I sold my show? No. I had one line that I thought of as typifying the show. This is what the show is. I'm exactly like Anthony Bourdain if he was afraid of everything. (laughs) And entirely optimistic about everything, too. Well, (laughs) I think that's more of the defining difference. You you might get that as you watch Mm -hmm. and understand that I'm joking a little bit, Mm. but... There's some truth in it. Sure. He's a superhero. He's an adventurer. He's a, he's a pioneer. And I am not. Right. I'm the guy who watches Bourdain and go, he's amazing. I'm never doing that. Yeah. I'm not going to Borneo to get a chest tattoo from tribesmen pounding nails into my skin. <laughs> but maybe you should. No, I shouldn't. And I'm not. <laughs> but I think there's a lot of people like me who live vicariously through a guy like that. Yeah. So I think if they look at me up there, their fellow couch mate, they say, if that putz can go outside, maybe I can too. Right. So I saw that maybe there was a purpose for me. Well, that makes perfect sense because that's, that's, 
using your fear as a way of appealing to the other fears that people yes. are inhabiting and, and finding where, a way to make it accessible. And what I learned is that little baby step out of your comfort zone is the key to everything. Mm. That's where all the good stuff happens. Yeah. So this show normally is more about immigrant cuisine and politics and using food as a way to promote tolerance. So, Great. Yeah. So the reason I wanted you to come on here and I thought it was a good fit is you, you do that in your shows. You go to other places and you figure out a way to connect with people and maybe break down some barriers or misconceptions that you might think, have if you don't I travel. I think that's, the, at the, that's maybe what Bourdain and I had in common. Mm-hmm is that we're going after the same thing, just a different way and a different point of view of doing it. Uh, I think the world would be better if we all could experience a little bit of someone else's experience. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to promote travel through food and hopefully humor as a way to get you in. I know we're all obsessed with food. I am too. Mm-hmm. Food is the first thing I plan when I plan a trip. In fact, I hear if that place doesn't have good food, maybe I'm not going. <laughs> That's a good rule to live by. So that gets me there. But once I'm there, I find that it's all about the people. That's what brings you back. Right. It's not just the food. You can't just, you can, yeah, you can eat alone if you want. There's no fun in that. It's only good if you can share it. Yeah. So I find that food is this great connector. Mm -hmm. And then for me, laughs are the cement. (laughs) Um, I like that you use the word connector because I have been thinking a lot about, I mean, especially in in the world that we live in right now in the United States, there's such a disconnect, I think, that a lot of people have between the food that they eat and thinking about who makes the food. Yes. And you may have heard recently, you know, there was, there's been a couple incidents that happened and recently um, the Secretary of Homeland Security, Kirsten Nielsen, she was booed out of a Mexican restaurant. Uh Uh-huh. I think a lot of people had took issue with the fact that she was eating Mexican food and didn't necessarily, you know, support the culture and the, and the people who are actually cooking the food. Right. I mean, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like anyone has a right to eat anywhere else or they should be reminded to, to be more mindful and conscientious? If you want to taste other people's food, you need to support, you know, their, their policies. I think you just said it. I think that's it. I think that's right. Right. Yeah, I think so. You're going to, you, you know, if you, do you expect someone to, to work for you while you insult them? Right. That's not right. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's called human decency. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the other side will say, oh, they weren't civil. Where's the civility? Right. Well, where's the civility? That's right. Where's the civility? Yeah. And one thing I love about watching your show, I mean, in addition to just how much fun it is, is that it's like this wonderful respite from everything hmm. that feels so discouraging right now. Yes. And you have this like eternal light and happiness um, and just complete sincerity in the way you seem to approach life. And I mean, is it is it ever hard to, to yes. find that happiness and no. joy? No, it's, it's hard <laughs> to be like that all the time. Right. I get depressed like everybody. I listen to the news. I can't stand some of the news I hear. I can't stand uh, the way certain things are going. But I'm hopeful because of evidence. And the evidence is this. Everywhere I go, everywhere on earth, most people are so much better than their governments. Hmm. Everywhere. And you only understand that once you start traveling. Yeah. We all want the same things. We want our kids to be happy and healthy. We want clean air, food, and water, right? We'd like to be taken care of when we're sick. 
These are not political issues. Right. They're human being issues. And my show was never intended to be political, but suddenly, for some reason, I guess I'm a liberal. <laughs> because I want to give you a hug if you give me something great to eat, no matter who you are. Well, you seem to be pretty comfortable with that label. I mean, you are willing to have this conversation. Call with me you whatever today. you want. What do I care? <laughs> As long as we can share a laugh and a, and a, and a slice of pizza, what do I care? Yeah. I think those boys from ISIS would be so much happier if they could just sit with me and have a piece of chocolate cake. Oh, I well, think they so probably too. don't get much chocolate cake. I don't cake, think they do get. They? I don't think right. Con- so that's number one. Contract. Number two, when you're eating chocolate cake with somebody, do you have time to even think about killing them? <laughs> I hope not. I think it would be. Distracting. I don't think so. Maybe <laughs> I'll kill you after the cake. But boy, this cake is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, is, is that the solution? Just yes. getting everyone chocolate cake. chocolate cake? That's one way. Couldn't hurt. No, I think it's worth a try. Don't you think if we, uh, <laughs> if we uh, helped people around the world, that the world might be better instead of trying to disenfranchise people? What if we franchised them? <laughs> I do think so. I think everyone should be able to go to Italy with you, and we would probably be able to get over a lot of our issues. The world is beautiful. The world I'm is beautiful. I'm not here to tell you. Listen, you just told me you went to Israel, right? Mm-hmm. So 99% of every story you see on the news is about the conflict in Israel. Right. That's what leads in the media. Conflict. Right? If it bleeds, it leads, they say. So Israel is known for conflict. I didn't have to look around and try to find the happiness there and the, the coexistence. It was very easy. You went to Akko. You saw Muslims and Jews, I did. Arabs, co- not just coexisting, but celebrating each other. Yeah. There's not even a police presence there. Mm-hmm. There's no visible police presence. Can you imagine a town where... There's no police. Mm -hmm. And Arabs and Jews are living amongst each other, synagogue next to mosque, celebrating each other's holidays. What? People that like, what do you mean? Yes, that's 90% of the country is like that. Yeah. The the 10% is what comes on the news, so that's all you're exposed to. Phil, this is going to be a good segue. Can you put your headphones on? Yeah. I have someone on the line, a special guest. It's a voice from your past who wants to say hello. Hello. Hi, Phil. How are you? Who's this? <laughs> I, it's hard. I was going to do a fake, fake like old Cromagini voice and go, Hello, Phil Rosenthal. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> Tell me about the super handsome guy you traveled with in Tel Aviv. What's his name? Uh, I had a couple of them. Is it Michael? Yeah. It's Michael. Awesome. <laughs> and you just set him up perfectly. You just did this like beautiful transition about oh, Israel and then I Mike was it. on the line. Hi, Michael. How you doing? How are you, buddy? I How miss you. I miss you. Congratulations, man. Everything looks amazing. Oh, thank amazing. you. Thank you. Everybody um, has to know Michael Solomonov because he has some of the best Israeli restaurants in the world in America. You can go to Philadelphia and have at least three uh Phil's also our publicist in his office, <laughs> you know, which is great. Dude, we're so happy for you. The new season looks amazing. Thank very, you. very thrilled. I owe when it all to come you. Down to Philly, though, and hang out. I need to. I need some more of that lamb, too. That lamb is for real. <laughs> we should go, Phil. We're okay. <laughs> we're coming to you. We're coming to you in October, bro, or November, okay? What do you mean, so, in L.A.? Yeah, we're going to come to L.A. and hang out, all right? But when you, when you say hang out, do you mean just hang out or you're going to open a Zahav or something there? 
We're not going to open a Zahav. We're going to go do it. We're doing like a book, a book thing. Nice. Out there for our new book. And we want to. Uh, the new book, Israeli Soul. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Mike has yeah. a beautiful new book coming out. I can't wait. It's a cookbook. He's already won the James Beard. What do you want? Another one? I know. He's so greedy. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Look at Pot Kettle Black. What do you want? Another one? For your show? Come on, though. I was there when you got your first. We're really happy for you. You're doing really good work, and Phil is actually the diplomat, I think, right now. That's what um, I think that's what you guys were actually discussing. Yeah. As I hopped on, and that was it. I remember being in Israel and still saying, I didn't want to do a political show, but people are actually looking, you know, at, at, at so right now uh, as the sort of voice of reason. So, uh, really super proud, and uh, yeah. I'll catch you guys later. Thanks, right. well, Mike. You made that episode, also, and, and yeah. uh, I love you, and I see you soon. Love you, man. Take care. Bye. 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 We're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with Phil Rosenthal. this weekend. They've asked you to bring wine. You need a bottle that says, I'm laid back enough that I didn't think about this choice for hours. But also, I've graduated from Two Buck Chuck, proving I can provide for your daughter and our future children. Where to go from here? Just ask Vivino. Vivino knows feeling pressured in the wine aisle can sour the whole experience. But with the largest wine inventory, Vivino gives you the best price on personalized picks based on your taste profile, then ships them right to your door. Scan wines, compare reviews, save your favorites, and even get unlimited free shipping with Vivino Premium, plus a free 30-day trial. So, when that next visit rolls around, you know exactly what that dry Alsatian Riesling says about your commitment to your mother-in-law's Sunday roast. Visit vivino.com heritage to stock up. Vivino. Wine made easy. Hi, I'm Moxie Rosenblum. My dad, Harry Rosenblum, hosts Feast Your Ears on Heritage Radio Network. Right now, HRN is having a summer membership drive. Becoming a member is so easy, and you'll help support shows like my dad's. You can sign up for a one-time donation or become a monthly sustaining member by visiting heritageradionetwork.org slash donate. Let's keep food radio on the airwaves this summer. Hey, you're listening to Food Without Borders. This is Sari Kamen. I'm your host. This is heritageradionetwork.org. I am in studio with Phil Rosenthal. Hello. Hello. <laughs> he is the host of Somebody Feed Phil, which is in the second season on Netflix. You can binge watch them all at one time. Maybe I did that. Phil. Hello. 
I'm going to ask you to put your headphones on one more time. Another surprise? We have another surprise. Oh, my God. David, is our surprise ready? <laughs> hey, Phil. This is like who? who? Yes. We have my mom on the line. Oi. <laughs> I don't have so, enough trouble with my mother. I need your mother So now. I know you, you Skype your parents at the end of each episode of yes. your show. Yes. So I thought it would be fun if we call my mom. Good. And end the episode that way. I, I hope you like, I hope I like you better than my mom. Oh my goodness. No, I'm she's kidding. A, she's a really big fan. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You so, sound lovely. You, you know your daughter? You yes, know, I know my daughter. You know her, right? She's do, my new favorite bit. person. Oh, mom. I wish I could be your new favorite person too. No, mom, I'm his new favorite person. You can't be his new favorite I person. I love how the first thing your mother does is throw you under she the totally bus. She totally did. She just threw me under Always. the bus. She's such a big fan of yours. She doesn't she, she doesn't, doesn't care. care. She doesn't care. She doesn't she's not happy for me. All right, she's I'll, jealous. I'll take you both. Did you No, in- I just finished I just finished watching the new uh episode with Venice and I realized we have to go back to Venice. Oh. Yeah, I was just telling him how we went to Venice and we couldn't, we didn't know where to go. So now that we've seen we the episode, now we know where to go. Did you not have good meals? Oh my God. We had, we had like okay did. meals. Did you hear about You're this okay. thing in the episode? This, the chef tells me there are restaurants in Venice because it's such a tourism place, touristy place too, if you're not careful. You can go into a restaurant, think it's a restaurant, and there's no kitchen. Yeah, I saw that, and I fe- I was like, oh, I think that's what happened to me. So there I are think f- that's what happened. I couldn't believe when you said that. Yes. I went, that explains everything. There yeah. are factories. We Let couldn't me explain find the to real the people places. that ma- manufacture frozen meals. They send them oh. to these storefronts that look like restaurants. The waitress, when you order spaghetti and meatballs off the touristy menu, they put them in a microwave. And then bring them out to you, and you think you're having a Venetian meal. I know. It hurt my heart when I, I saw you that say that. It, I said, you know. of course you can. So I said, how do you avoid this? He goes, look for a kitchen. Look for a chef with a hat. <laughs> I mean, look it for, seems obvious. I, it seems but obvious. But that, coming out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So be careful, everybody. Yeah. Now that said, as you'll see in the episode, lots of great places yes. to eat. Wonderful. Run, run by real Italian, Venetian people. And you know who eats there? The real Italian Venetian people. I know. We we struggled with it. We just we yeah. really felt like we were like in this loop yeah. where we just couldn't find like the real places and you get out of the tourist zone. You got to do your research. You know, you had your phone with you. Yeah. You no, it was go. my sister's Best fault, right? Mom, and... wasn't Deborah responsible for finding the good restaurants and she totally dropped the ball for Venice? Deborah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's we did get, better than in other parts of Italy. Under the bus. No, yeah. I'm throwing my sister. Let's under get the bus. Deborah on the phone and yell at her. I know. Didn't that be fun? It would. And then we could get your brother, and then we could yell at him. I've never liked either of them. <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> they deserve each other. Yes. Well, I just want to say Deborah. my goal in life, Phil, is to follow all the restaurants and all the places that you've been to. Like, I can't wait to get to Lisbon. I mean, we've done Israel a little bit. I yes. stopped at the, uh, Mr. Shakshuka, and then we went to Uri Buri. He's not a mister. A of- He's a doctor. He's a doctor, Mom. Please. Oh, he doctor? worked very That's hard right. to get yes. that title. He, he has oy, a PhD oy, in oy. Shakshuka. <laughs> we took a picture just to show you. <laughs> It's good, right? I just right? sent it to you, Sarah. Yeah, it's good. Did you like it? Yeah, very it. good. It was yeah, all everything. Good. Was Uri good. was by far. Oh, beautiful! I saw your face. Sorbet. I saw oh your God. face. Yeah, mom, I showed him yeah. the picture of us eating the wasabi. It was sorbet. so cute. <laughs> Thank goodness it's radio and not TV. No, I love. Huh? <laughs> That's so funny. You're not Jewish by any chance, are you? No. <laughs> so, what are just the chances of coming to San Diego? I'm coming. Oh, good. I am. Okay. The, we're doing an event. I, I want to say it's in August. I'll let you know. 
Are you going to go to okay. my mom's house and let her make you matzo ball soup? Now that she's my second new favorite person. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> I know. I don't think I can compete with his mother. My mother makes a good matzo ball soup, I will say. It's Danielle Balloon approved. How is your mother, by the way? Phil? She's your great. I'm going to see well. her tonight. Oh, good. I saw her, I <laughs> saw her two nights ago. We, I took him to Le Coq Rico here in the city. Oh, that's very nice. Oh. Chicken. In there. It's my favorite part of your episodes when they're on. I just love it. I love People it. seem so to darling. like them. I can't understand it. They're very funny. <laughs> they're very try, funny. Try they living with them like for funny. 18 years. Well, the best, the best part of your parents is that they... Oh, thank oh, you, David. thank you. It's a very nice sound effect. The best part of your parents is that nothing impresses them, no matter where you are. I'll say to them, you want to hear what I ate today? My mom will say, not really. Yeah. Just totally <laughs> You understand it's a food show, right, Ma? <laughs> But they're that's so the joke. Cute. That's why they're comedic geniuses. They are comedic geniuses <laughs> yeah. without... Well, I am honored beyond belief to be on the same phone line with you right now. This oh. is a big thrill for me. Oh. It's, truly. it's a thrill for me. <laughs> truly. Right. Well, thank you, Mom. Real I appreciate thrill. you coming on Food Without What are borders. you doing today in San Diego? How is it there? It's hot. Yeah, We're it's having hot. a heat wave. It's hot everywhere. Very unusual. Yes. No, it's unusual for San Diego. It's usually perfect here. It's actually hot. Get so. used to it. Global warming. Listen, your daughter's Absolutely. very political. She's all over me with the political. Oh, I won't try to behave yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I am. All right. Bye. Thanks, Mom. We got to go. Thanks, sweetie. I love you, and I'll talk to okay, you soon. Okay. I love you, too. You too. <laughs> me, too. <laughs> she Take care. She does. <laughs> like in a creepy way. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks for talking to my mom. Um, tell us, I know you talked about it on the other show, but this is our show. So you have to tell everyone out there where we can find you on the internet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's philrosenthalworld.com, which uh, was... It's a world of Phil Rosenthal. It is. Well, I want only, to live there. Only because philrosenthal.com was taken. Oh. <laughs> so we needed something. So philrosenthalworld.com Everywhere we go and everything we ate is on the website. That sounds delicious. So you can, with one click, make a reservation at any of these places. No, yes. that's brilliant. You go to their website. That's so We connect good. you to everybody and everything. Oh, my God. That's going to just crash. It's going to be so popular. <laughs> it's so nice to have. And yeah. then we're going to, you know, it's, it's evolving. There's going to be deleted scenes, special content, uh, other stuff I've done or working on. Maybe I write a thing or two once in a while. Mm -hmm. So there's stuff there. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and then I'm on Twitter, yeah. Phil Rosenthal. Then I'm Phil Dot Rosenthal on Instagram. If you're not following that, I don't know what you're doing because that's everything I eat every day. Get out of town. Come on. Come on. And then Facebook has a thing. <laughs> okay. Um, and you can watch all the new series, all the new season on Netflix right now. It is so good. It is the most fun you could possibly have while sitting in front of a television. Well, okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it is the most joyous, exuberant, positive thing you could do for yourself. Very sweet. You deserve it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Phil. This has been such an honor. You well, are my, not my new favorite person because you were already my favorite person. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's true. All right. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Food Without Borders. Find us on heritageradionetwork.org and on iTunes and on Spotify. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. 
For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening. Thank you.